Intelligent brain doctors say that the human brain can never stop learning. This is a guarantee if you have been an ear consumer of the Richard Reynolds Finger on the Pulse podcast with Richard Reynolds. Welcome to episode 3. By now, most of you are hooked to the warm dish of knowledge, information, and facts that I've been serving you. Well, I've cooked another five-course My Nutritional episode. And don't worry, I've washed my hands before handling the meat. First, a quick word to my neighbor Nicholas Bannister, who I told I would call out publicly if his German Shepherd dog named Goebbels kept defecating on my lawn and petunias. The defecates continued, so this is my promised retaliation. And also, my admittance that the large defecate that was found on the Bannister's lawn last week was not from what we determined at the time, a large brown bear that overdid it on spoiled rabbit and curry. It in fact was from THE Richard Reynolds, after a helping of Coke Zero with vodka, curry chips, and viewing of Red Dawn. Let us start off by taking a look at the headlines that are making headlines. U.S. continues talks with Russia. Both sides impressed by bargain price of couch and Russian tea room. Ohio mother charged with child endangerment for prostituting daughter, also for living in Ohio. Number of Mexican immigrants leaving the United States continues to rise. It might be something we said. Investigative reports say Tea Party members rarely drink tea nor party as they are in bed by 8.30. Boston voted most Boston-like city. Child pageant contestant Josie Simons, 7, loses her fourth straight pageant. With her looks fading, she considers retirement, settling down with boy in his double digits. Britney Spears give commencement speech to Orlando Cosmetology School, criticized for using too much auto-tune. Minnesota Viking wide receiver upset with team takes 256 balls and goes home. The weather continues to exist, giving you a break from hearing about people's kids. Let's take a quick look at the results and scores in sports. New York over New Jersey. Pittsburgh beats Miami. Dallas pounds Milwaukee. Texas slaps around L.A., Detroit mauls Phoenix, Charlotte hammers on North Dakota, New Orleans kills Cleveland, Buffalo perishes, Cincinnati buried, Synecdoche says bye-bye to Butte, Hoboken cremates Ypsilanti, and now for the scores, 4, 2, 1, 7, 24, 16, 8, 102, 74, 56, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 36, 6, and 2. Also, Jeremy is hurt. episode of the Richard Reynolds Finger on the Pulse podcast with Richard Reynolds is sponsored by Shrimp Bank. Are you tired of hosting a party, paying top price for shrimp, and having the leftovers along with your money go to waste? Well, shrimp waste no more. Store and keep your leftover shrimp reserves at Shrimp Bank, a bank for your shrimp. Need a loan of some shrimp for a party? 
Shrimp Bank. Rich with shrimp and wanting to store and have your shrimp interest make you more shrimp? Shrimp Bank. Shrimp Bank comes from Waseli Falu, the man that brought you homeless person piggyback rides. For when you're sick of walking with your own legs around town. Shrimp Bank. It's the best place for your shrimp. You can bank on it. It seems like every few weeks or so, there is another doomsday end-of-world prediction. The Mayans, Nostradamus, and REMs. Well, add another to the list. This one comes from a man named Derry Moonspar. Now, normally, I don't trust people that share a name with a food group, as I went to school with a kid named Meat, who was a horrible bully and also wanked off all the neighborhood dogs. He met his demise at 26, when a vengeful and sexually charged St. Bernard named Pope smothered him in a dry-humping rage. So, against my better judgment, I sat down with Derry Moonspar for an interview. It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. Uh, welcome, Mr. Moonspar. Very gracious of you. I hope we experience joy. Sure. Could you just uh, spell your name for me to make sure I have it correct? Pleasure. D-A-I-R-Y-M-O-O-N-S-P-A-R. Smiley face. Smiley face. Yes, I spell my name with a smiley face on the end. So your name is Derry Moonspar Smiley Face. The people are welcome to say it. Out loud, read, or exude the shine from their faces. I'm sorry? No reason for sorry. I feel like when people smile, they let out a, a personal shine that lights up the world. Fine. Uh, why the end of the world? It was not made up in my mind. The, the stars told me. You can talk to the stars? No, I can listen to the stars. So, just to be clear, stars told you the world is going to end on August 24th. Them and my dentist. Your dentist? Yes, he is my uh, dentist and spiritual advisor. And what is his name? Dr. Alan Veggies. Of course. Well, thanks for sitting down with me, and as with all guests on Finger of the Pulse podcast, you receive an autographed book. Oh, you have authored a book? I haven't yet, but for now I just sign books I have on my shelf. Here you go. Oh, gracious. Um... What is Fifty Shades of Grey? I'm not positive. I uh, did not read it, but I bought it online because I thought it was about the Great Depression. Wait, what is the actual subject matter of it, then? Well, from what I gather, it's about a woman who wears dog collars while giving rich dudes hand jobs. I find working with my hands very rewarding. Can I ask you a question? But of course. Have you ever wanked off dogs? No. Why do you ask? No reason. It's the end of the world as we know it. I've gone back and forth about including this segment, but I'm deciding to include it here. I would like to take a moment to discuss proper bathroom etiquette. And I'm speaking in restrooms of the male variety, as I have no experience in the fairer sex's bathroom. Oh, I've imagined it plenty. Slight smell of coconut and lemon, cleanly, flattering chat, and a respectable amount of topless nudity. I, as with many others, would love to relieve myself in that sort of paradise. Now, men's restrooms are a different place entirely. Everything is wet from undetermined moisture sources, cavemen hack up phlegm, and it's not a place to take deep breaths. 
and worse, maybe the stalls, which are ridden with inaccurate drawings of penises and misleading phone numbers. Whoever is in D.C. and thinks Tammy is a good time, they are woefully wrong. I spoke to her over the phone, and she is boring as a sidewalk. The experiences of potential discomfort are lengthy. Tops on the list is conversation. Personally, I prefer none, but at, at times can distract you from nearly vomiting from the odor. And the only topics clear to talk about are sports and war. That's it. Sports and war, not even the weather. If some guy in the airport next to me at the urinal starts talking about how hot it is in Cleveland, I'm really not sure how to take that. Conversation should be brief, brisk, and done while staring at the tiles on the wall. For some reason, there is an inclination for men to look at the guy next to him at the urinal. When a man approaches me at the urinal, I always say, under no circumstances do you have permission to look at my peni. Nips it in the bud generally clears the air. I do not understand the inclination of peeking at another man's genitalia. They must feel like something is wrong with theirs, and just want to check to make sure theirs is in the same ballpark. I thought that's what the internet was for. Initially, however, there is no way to tell if they are a perv or interested in comparative anatomy. Maybe they should make it clear and say something like, I was wondering if it is at all possible to take a look at your penis so I can compare it to my penis visually because I'm worried about some irregularities in my penis regarding color, shape, and vein issues. Simple, clear, and direct. It's not a regular circumstance, but the only circumstance where I can think that bathroom penis discourse would be permissible. I mean, seeing a doctor makes the most sense, but I understand these days how expensive a peni doctor must be if you have no health insurance. And final detail about the public restrooms is make sure to wash your hands. I have alerted airport security before about a man's filthy urine-ridded phalanges, and I will do it again. Pea germs, in many ways, are just as dangerous as bombs. If you don't wash your hands after urinating, you are a terrorist. Well, that concludes episode three of the Richard Reynolds Finger on the Pulse podcast with Richard Reynolds. I hope that pleased your brain taste buds and leaves you with a hearty, fully satisfied brain. I'm Richard Reynolds for the Richard Reynolds Finger on the Pulse podcast with Richard Reynolds. Have a fantastic, time-appropriate time of the day, folks. Mm -hmm.